Welcome back to the Lady Girl Podcast, where you're lady girls. I'm Courtney. I'm Cassie. And we're so glad you're here. All right, this is season one, episode seven of the Lady Girl Podcast. That's an entire week's worth of episodes. I know. that It's crazy that we've... And I think every episode, we're like, wow, we're really moving forward. It's just, it's so, it's so weird. It is really weird. It's just weird because it's also, like, for all the listeners, I don't know. I guess, like, the whole idea was to start this thing and just have it be, like, super fun and casual. But, like, it kind of takes a lot of time, even if you're doing it, like, super fun and casual. So it's kind of become, like, a huge part of our lives. Yeah, it takes a lot of time to do, like, it, though Instagram is such a small portion of it, that takes us, like, days just to get that little bit out because we've got to take the video, watch the video, cut the video, figure out what color that takes us forever to do. Yeah, it's and, weird because it's like we haven't even been posting. We're saying we want to be so much more active on social media and stuff. And it's just like, I don't know. I think also life right now is just so busy with finishing school and being in finals and the bar coming up and graduation and just so much is happening that like it'll be fun to record and to have these memories and talk about things but also like adding the podcast in to this crazy time of life is just kind of like weird because like the recording like the audio recording which you know because you've done the audio editing mm-hmm. that takes a while to like listen through which we don't cut out much we cut out like weird moments of silence or if we talk over each other. So most of the time it's the full 45 unedited, but to listen through it and to make sure it sounds right, that takes some time. Yeah. But it's it's nice because I was thinking about it today when I was getting ready. I was like, we're recording the podcast today, but it's so strange because we put all this work into it and we put it out there and then we're like, it's out there. Like, I have not looked at the analytics for, like, the past four episodes. It's so funny. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's, like, in the very beginning, the first couple episodes, I was very much, like, re-listening to them, making sure everything looks good, all sorts of stuff. And now I'm just kind of like, whatever. Like, it is what it is. And um, we tried to cut out things that might, you know, we don't want out there. We don't think other people would want out there, whatever. But for the most part, it's just kind of like us chatting. And I think people like that. So it's a good thing. All right, let's get into our weekly recap. So Cass, tell me about your week. I finished my bar exam application. It was way more expensive than I thought it was going to be. I put together my entire cost for the bar so far and it's $3,500 and some change. And so it's very nice. I was telling my mom, I was like, I think I'm like Bill Gates. Like my checkbook has never seen numbers like this before, but I'm done with that. And I'm about to start studying. I, um, yeah, I didn't really, today is probably the first day I've left my apartment in a week. And yesterday I was on the phone most of the day because my mom called me, my grandmother called me. Somebody from my work, like somebody from the office I was interning at, called me twice and then I accidentally FaceTimed you in the middle of it so yeah. then I called him back and it was it was interesting I've seen a lot you, of like, as of from the last recording last week you've stopped your internship now and all you're focusing on is studying for the bar yes yeah, studying for the bar I can I can show you right here 
that I am done. There's my name. This is Cassidy Marie Brown, Juris Doctorate. I am on the roster for graduation. I'm done. That's so exciting. Yeah, I, my school is way behind Cassie's school. So I am currently going into finals right now. Um, I still have a couple classes next week. And then next week is our last like class time. My first final is like May 10th. Um, and then, yeah, I have graduation on the 27th of May. So almost like a whole month. After. Yeah, because my graduation is next weekend. Yeah, um, but then I'll study for the bar and stuff. But on Friday, so yesterday, that was my last day at my job until September. So that is like exciting. I won't at least have any of that to worry about. Um, I'll just have to be like studying for finals and then the bar eventually. Um, but my week was pretty good. I mean, busy because I was like trying to wrap everything up for work and stuff. But now that's all over school is just I've been studying a lot getting prepared for finals um and then last night was so cool I went to a dinner at this brand new restaurant in New York that literally opened up on Wednesday Mm -hmm. and it's um do you know who Tom I cannot pronounce his last name Tom Coppola or, or that's not right I put it on my Instagram Tom something from Top Chef you watch don't you Oh, I every other show on Food Network, but Tom, yeah. <laughs> well, Tom Calicchio, that's his name, Tom Calicchio. That sounds and, familiar. Yeah, super famous chef, incredible. He opened a brand new restaurant in New York, and he is there for like the week, like actually cooking for everyone, and my friend got these reservations, and I literally was sitting at the table and could like see him cooking our food, and it was so cool, and he like came over to the table and talked to us about our meal, and we had like wine pairings with the steak and the pasta and all sorts of stuff. And it was way too expensive. Uh, but I think it was worth it. Like it was probably the best meal I've had in New York city, which is saying a lot. Yeah. There's a lot of, I've heard there's a lot of good food. Oh, incredible food. It, it was just like an awesome, like dining experience. Um, and then last night I came home and I just like watched a movie and like went to bed kind of early actually. And then today I went and got a full blown like diner breakfast, which New York is so like bottomless brunch galore. But this was like pancakes and egg and sausage and like coffee, like no alcohol, <laughs> but like outside and it was like super nice. And then just went and like sat in the sun for a while today, which was nice. Um, but I've got two security transaction lectures to watch today. So maybe you could go sit out. Well, you probably need the internet. Yeah. So you can sit outside and enjoy like the nice weather because it is finally nice in New York. I know, but that's part of the issue too. Is like I need to focus. So like I should probably go down to like my study rooms in my building and like do the work. You know. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to study and then also like enjoy the time yeah it like it's so nice outside but me going and sitting in a park like let's be real am I really gonna focus on secure transactions and all the stuff I'm supposed to know for my final no way you're gonna take a nap in the sun yeah so I should probably like put on a sweatshirt and like leggings and go down to the study rooms and sit like in the basement for five hours (laughs) 
Um, okay, but this week's episode is kind of random. It's just on like movies we've watched and liked and like pop culture stuff. And there's not really a huge plan. We're just kind of going to talk about stuff. Um, we didn't want to have like a super structured episode, but Cassie and I have actually, I think last week we said we hadn't been talking very much to each other. This week we have. We've been watching movies via Zoom together. So as we say for research for the podcast. Well, 100%, because I don't think I would have watched this movie if we weren't like, we can talk about it on the podcast and we can watch it together because I probably would have never watched it. No, that's true. I wouldn't have watched it either. So basically, um, we're big lovers of like the rom-com, teen cheesy movie kind of stuff. And we heard of this new, like, series, or not new, but kind of, new to us. At yeah, least. It's, like, last year, this year. It's not that yeah. Called, what's the first one? After. And the second one is After We Collided. And we and were. And they're coming out with a third. So it's, like, which we movies. are highly anticipating. <laughs> um, these movies are very, if I could compare them to anything, it would be, like, it reminded me a lot of like it wanted to be what Fifty Shades of Grey is. Yeah, it wanted to be Fifty Shades of Grey, but it was for it's for kids. Like if we yeah. sit back and look at it, like this is a movie for children. Like it wasn't as like sexy as Fifty Shades, yeah. not at all. But it had the same like energy as like the first few Twilight. Yeah, I would say more like that. Like, there's a lot of, like, sexual tension between the main characters and stuff, but we never saw, like, sex scenes, really. Like, a little bit, but not really. And then there was also, like, that weird, dark and gloomy music or, like, shots in, like, weird ways. And the, like, main... It's definitely, like, the main guy character is, like, crazy. Oh, one, <laughs> this is what people want romance to be like, and then they're going to have a rough life. <laughs> it was like, it's very like emotionally abusive in my opinion. Well, he's like an alcoholic, which they never, re- the thing about this movie was, would I, if I were to give it a scale of from one to 10, the first one is a solid like seven and a half, solid yeah. seven and a half. The last one only gains is like a six and it's only a six because I don't think I've laughed that hard in a movie. So the movies are very like okay for all the girls who are looking for like whatever just like a cute movie to watch casually yeah I'd probably recommend but they're definitely not good. Like they're not cinematic masterpieces by any means. No and the thing they the plot is paper thin paper thing there are moments when you're like that was a huge a huge plot point and they just like skid right over it and never bring it up again or move on to something completely different but it's also we can only say so much because it is like it's a fan fiction that was written by I think she was like 14 she was a teen yeah she was like she's a young girl wow and they became books and now they're movies so it's kind of like to all the boys which was written which was a story on Wattpad written by a 15 year old that became all the boys though was like higher quality movie for sure the first one was really really good I love the first to all the boys then after the second one 
I didn't like because that one was like was the other guy. Yeah, and then the third to all the boys is like unnecessary. The third one, yeah, that's a really good way to put it. Had no point, no point. No, but that's kind of what we want to just talk about this episode is like just like silly movies we recommend. Like I feel like I also am a huge person. Like if I'm having a crummy day or if like. I'm just like not really having anything to do, but don't want to just sit around, you know? Like I love to put on a good movie. I'm usually not a movie watcher, but I have been this past week. And I think because I know while watching a movie, whether I pay attention to it or not, I'll stop everything I'm doing and like at least lay down for the hour and a half, two hours it's on. So I got my vaccine shot on Monday. Um, and I came home and I immediately put on Friends with Benefits, which was so good, and watched that. And then the next day I felt like crummy and I watched um I watched a bunch of movies. I watched My Best Friend's Wedding and I watched What a Girl Wants. I've been going through like the early ooze, late 90s movie. I watched Two Weeks Notice. Like I've just so been going good. they're all no, great. I think I don't know I want that era of like rom-com to come back because they tried they tried with to all the boys and like stuff like that and the kissing booth movie and all that but it's just not the same like oh two weeks notice sleepless in Seattle made in Manhattan Harry met Sally all those movies are just so classic and always good well, I think the big difference, and I don't know, maybe I, I just realized this, is looking back at like the kissing booth and after and comparing it to all of those movies, I would not want to date the main like male love interest in the current movies because they're usually like mean. They have like some kind of dark past. It's like, he's awful to everyone but me. And but in, you know, in yeah. like Made in Manhattan, like they're great. They're you know, the picturesque thing, which is maybe why it's so hard for us to find. Yeah, I, I wonder that sometimes because I loved movies like that so much growing up. Do you think that maybe that's why it's hard for us or part of the reason why it's hard for us to find people we like because we have this unrealistic expectation? I think it's the root of a lot of evils <laughs> we're going through. Because one, like, you could start with the whole, like, the women usually have these great high achieving jobs, but somehow they're still perfect. And I think that's very much a thing that you're seeing in society is like women are achieving higher, like, like entrepreneurial. They want to be in corporate more than they used to. And it's like these men, it's hard to find men that want to take on a woman who's so independent and it's also hard to find this guy who's a doctor, but he can dance and he can, and he saves rescue animals. And he, you know, and he looks like Matthew McConaughey in 2002. Like, it's yeah. just, it's not possible to find somebody who does it all. But we're like, it's out there. We've seen it in every movie. It's out there and it's not. And it is really hard. I mean, I do think, don't get me wrong. I do think that you have to have high expectations like high expectations like you have to have standards and like all that stuff and I don't think any of that is bad but I do think that it is it there is a point where it becomes unrealistic like no person is perfect just like I would hope 
a boy who watched those movies wouldn't want me to be those women because those women are like portrayed as these like perfect characters mm-hmm. and they're like that is just not how it's it's also kind of like what people love so much about those movies is like it's a damsel in distress and a white knight yeah like girl she's perfect and everything but there's this one thing this one thing she's always wanted and then here comes this guy to save her from her situation i hate okay my least favorite disney movie of all time is snow white i hate it very much (laughs) i'm a sleeping beauty because the where is the man okay that's true i i hate snow white i just do i think it's for kids like the witch person is scary i used to be scared of it as a kid the like dwarfs like all that stuff but then I actually took this class in college on the Great Depression, which was really mm-hmm. random. But we had to watch Snow White because it like came out around that time or something. I think it was the first animated movie by yeah. Disney. Yeah, it was or something like that. I think so. It could, those could not be true, but I think something like that. And so um, anyway, the huge conversation we had in class about this movie was like, it's so interesting because now like women what you said earlier we are trying to you know carve out this place in the workplace break the glass ceiling like all these amazing incredible things but those movies are what we all grew up with and snow white for instance she literally dies and is saved from a kiss from the prince yeah like that is so silly to show a little girl like that that the main I think I think the new issue in it's the roles have been reversed in today's modern romances it's this girl has to save this guy like she has to change because if you look at Twilight like which was our rom-com so weird was our romance thing I guess when we were growing up Twilight and you see is like there's this guy who doesn't talk to anyone he broods he's like mean to her he won't sit next to her anything and she just keeps chasing and chasing and chasing and chasing until she breaks down all those walls and he loves her and so interesting i haven't thought of gray it's the same thing it's this or actually it's the opposite it's this guy that won't leave this girl alone she's like leave me alone leave me alone leave me alone and he's like no i'm gonna control every aspect of your life and i'm gonna be there until you love me but it's like, that's what the modern romance is. Even with the yeah. kissing booth, like he's known for being a hothead and violent, but she comes in, cause I remember watching it. It's like, she stands in front of him and she's like, what's his name, Noah or something? I don't remember. I don't know. She's like, what's his name? Like, look at me while he was like mad. And it's like, oh no, no, no. Wow, that's, that's so a bad true. example to say. That's true. Even in the movies we watched this week, the after series or whatever, mm-hmm. the girl, this guy has all these anger issues. He's like causes huge scenes when he's drunk and like all sorts of problems. And this girl, her role in the movie is to come in. He falls in love with her. She then tries to change him for him to be this like perfect boyfriend to her. And it's just like messed up because I think. I don't know ideally a relationship in the the real world like that person would need professional help yeah and I also think like that's so toxic too like I've been you know I've had friendships and things like that too where like you try to like fix something or you try to like 
make them better people quote-unquote or for whatever you think might be better and it's just that never works like if those people actually have issues yeah go get professional help or something but like it's not my job to change something but it's it's kind of like the new tragedy it's yeah, the like new one, Romeo one and Juliet. Who's like who's like has a problem and like you fix it and like but in reality wouldn't it be so nice to have like a relationship where everything's like yeah but where's the fun in watching a healthy relationship 50 50 and like you guys like make each other laugh and like you go to dinner and like it's all good and like they hang out with your friends and like you know <laughs> what that be that's what we want but it's you're also thinking of like watching it in film because I'm trying to think of like a movie where I've seen a healthy relationship portrayed well you know what I mean like what would be a classic healthy relationship through and through where there's not that weird psychological abuse there's no he throws things because I remember me and you watching after and we were like one day he's gonna hit you and not the balls yeah I said that I I said that we were watching and I was first of all watching these movies with a friend is also fun because we're when we say we were laughing harder than ever it's not that the movie's funny it's that we just kept making all these comments because we were just so like it was so terrible but like that made it fun to watch Mm -hmm. um but yeah this guy like when he gets drunk he throws things all around the room and all this stuff and this girl just keeps running right back to him and I'm like girl he's gonna hit you at some point if he's hitting everything else and breaking all the vases in the house and slamming doors and like but I think that's something people like I think that's what's being romanticized yeah and what we're seeing in these rom-coms because I miss like the early 2000s rom-coms like they're they're my favorite and I think that they're dead because people don't want that anymore people want the drama and the trauma I, well even we we've been talking to like some of our friends about things lately and um we talked to them and they keep drawing these men who are traumatic literally well, also there are men that have been traumatized that are tra- like hurt people hurt people is the true definition of these individuals and you know our friends like why doesn't that ever work out and it's like well because like look at this like you're attracting or attracted to these people who like need to worry about themselves before they worry about you yeah i mean they have like parental issues like religion problems religion issues and if you cannot come in and fix somebody just by being like my love is enough you know everyone's like love is it's like a cynical way to put it on like the thought but it's like love isn't everything love doesn't pay the bills love doesn't fix everything it's like this nice thing to have and to add into your life yeah but it's never it's not gonna cure all your problems I don't know it's also weird because it's like we say these things but we also haven't been in like super serious committed relationships oh yeah we we have no room to speak on this yeah I don't know I I mean obviously things are tougher than there it's more complicated yeah it's more because I think the thing the thought now is that I can get in a relationship and all my ailments will be fixed because that's what these movies are portraying and it's like no no (laughs) You can be in a relationship and it improve your life 100%. 
but it's it's not going to fix your family issues. It's not going to fix your mental health. It's it's not going to fix those things. And I think when you when you have all these things going on and like you haven't I don't know gone to therapy or tried to figure things out on your own or whatever, then when you start to be in a relationship with someone else or get really close to someone, you start relying on them in a way that's like you're associating them with fixing all your problems. Mm -hmm. And then that's when you like become codependent on that person, you know? And so it's like, then that eventually causes a lot of issues as well. Yeah. And, but I, I think that's what these movies show. Yeah, it's really interesting to, like, think about it that way. Like, it used to be, like, the damsel in distress, and now a lot of these, like, teen movies are, like, the man is, like, having some sort of problem, and this woman is coming in and attempting to fix them. Which is also, I think the scary part is it is I read The Feminine Mystique when I was in college, and it's the 60s, but the woman has the power. It's these men who are, like, drunk, and abusive or they have some kind of issue from their childhood so they're taking it out on everybody else and in the 60s you know the women just kind of sat back and took it but now they're like no I'm gonna fix you and it's just like it's I mean I want it to be you want to see a movie that absolutely has I want to see a movie that has no romance in it because everyone was talking about Frozen being like the first princess movie that didn't have romance. Yes, it did. Yes, it did. Yeah, it did. It was more about the sister relationship. It was more about the sisters, but they still put a love interest in there. I want to see a movie that has nothing to do with love. Well, take love and sex out of a film. I bet you no one would watch it. Nobody would watch it. No one. Yeah, because then what would be, like, the entertaining aspect of it, I suppose? If you want to have somebody to root for, and unless I get, I, get, I mean, I guess there are some, well, but- there are movies, well, I guess that there's always some level of love, whether it's friend love, family love, or whatever. There always is some level of. Or, but I think, because I was watching My Best Friend's Wedding which was, I completely forgot how that movie ended. I love that movie. That movie, I laughed so hard. I I love that film. And I was watching it, and I thought it was very interesting because, well, I don't want to ruin the ending if no one's ever seen my husband's wedding, but... Go watch it. Yeah, go watch it. She's in love with her friend. Like, she's in love with her her best friend, and he was in love with her. And there's this whole scenario that goes down but it's also like that's kind of refreshing to watch sometimes too something where not everything gets wrapped up in a pretty little bow at the end of the movie and what is your favorite movie my favorite movie of all time yeah or top couple or whatever um she's the man 100 percent. that movie has so many layers so many layers and that's why I love it um, love it love to see it love it the wedding date is on up there um perks of being a wallflower I love the book so I love the movie I love anything with Logan Learman in it honestly yeah. I've been trying to rewatch Hoop you remember that movie wait I haven't thought it about takes it. place in Florida and I need to watch it moved here and I'm like I need to know about the owls 
Hold on, I haven't thought about that movie in years. You need to watch it. I can't find it anywhere. It's gotta be on Disney. You would think, right? Yeah. Surely. I that and two weeks notice is always a classic. Those are solid. And then there are sad movies, but I mean, like the boy in the striped pajamas is really good, but trauma. Trauma. No, but that is a really good movie. Just Mercy is probably up there. Just Mercy is the only movie I've ever watched where I could not stop crying. Really? Yeah, I could not stop crying. It was really good, too. It was really good. Um, My all-time favorite movie is It's a Wonderful Life. But it's just like a classic. Okay. Have you never watched it? No. I know it's like a Christmassy-ish movie, but I've never watched it. Oh my goodness, you have to watch it. Yeah, it's like my dad and I watch it every year together, so it's kind of like a family tradition thing. So it like automatically becomes favorite movie, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, second favorite movie is Beaches. I knew it was coming. That movie is good. It's so good. It's the ultimate. That's a movie where, well, they both have different love interests and they go through their things, but it is like the ultimate friendship movie. Um, yeah. And I, I don't know, maybe that's also part of my problem because I love beaches so much. And I just like, I don't know, I expect like loyalty like that from like my friends and like try to be that way with them too. But that doesn't always well, happen. That, that movie did not pan out where it was like, it was a roller coaster. Oh, it's a massive roller coaster. But I also think that it's like important in a way of like, you can be super super close with someone and they can like mean the world to you and then like you can go through your ups and downs and like that's completely normal but then like in the times where like you need someone you show up you know yeah and that's like always how I felt but I don't know I love that movie so much and then um a recent movie like kind of recent I guess two years ago now um that came out that I think is incredible is Green Book I need to watch that. It's really, really good. It's one of those movies that I watched and I was genuinely impressed. Um, it has like you laughing at some points. It has you like crying. It's just all around really, really, really good movie. What? And then like rom-com wise, like, I mean, Harry Met Sally. I really like that one. I really like Serendipity. That one's really good. Old one. Yeah. Um, and... Made in Manhattan, I always refer to that one. I don't know why, but I really liked that one growing up. Um, I'm trying to think. Notting Hill. Oh my, I forgot about that. That is good. That is really good. That's a really I good one. I love the prescription goggles. Like, I remember that bar where he's like, I need my prescription goggles. Um, what is the movie that you didn't? like like what's a movie you've watched and you're like that movie was bad oh man that's hard I have one and I could like give the back story as to how and I'm sure you'll agree I think you okay. said you did one movie too so I trusted the Oscars okay uh-huh. they gave me 12 years of slave and 12 years of slave is so good I cried the violin scene every time I watched moonlight it was amazing so I was like, I watched Shape of Water. <gasps> I hate that movie. That movie. <laughs> oh my God, that movie. It's cinematically, like if you look at it from like a director's perspective, it's gorgeous. Everything in the movie is green. Everything in the movie is green. 
I didn't realize that until I, I watched it, I think, a second time. Because I was like, I had to miss <laughs> something. But it, um, the whole movie is green. It's beautiful. The plot is makes no no sense. None. It, it's it sucks. It's a bad movie. In general, that's so controversial, and I'm sure other people will like not agree because I think it won so many awards because of what you said. Like it's cinematically beautiful. They like, obviously put a lot of effort into filming that movie, but I think the movie itself, like it just sucks. Like there's nothing about it that I, I didn't feel emotion, nothing. People say they cry at it. I'm like, I I don't know. I was, I remember, I remember the last scene, which everybody says is like the most emotional one. You know, it's the climax, it's the action. I remember me and my mom being like, what is happening right now? Like what's going on? I'm trying to think, I can't think of like a movie that's mainstream that looks like got really big that I'm like oh it sucked off the top of my head right now but I actually watched a movie last night that was pretty bad it was called The Stand-In on Netflix and it's with Drew Barrymore so I thought oh this is gonna be so great it was like terrible and to the point where halfway through the movie I got up to like wash my face and do my skincare because I was like this sucks (laughs) you're like absolutely not that says a lot because we watched oh well, not a side note, but that says a lot because we watched that Christian Camp Rock movie a week away. Oh yeah, we did. And we sat through that whole thing. Yeah. The movie was just bad. Like it didn't, I don't know. I don't really even know how to describe it. It's just like about this actress who like becomes, she hits a hard point in life and then her like stand-in, like her acting stand-in like takes over her life it, it's not worth the watch in my opinion but um yeah <laughs> Cassie and I also attempting to do like movie uh research for things to talk about watched a week away which is a Christian movie musical mm-hmm. um, it's literally camp rock but just with Christian with- Christian songs and like modern people like that Bailey Madison girl is like the head person who I know she's like a big actress for like the younger people these days and it was weird but also like I just want to put this out there the singers in that movie had vocals like oh it was like really good singing wise it was good I mean I'm not like a super religious person so it was like kind of like just funny that we were watching it (laughs) um but I don't know I actually like if you're into that and if you are like religious and stuff I feel like I would recommend that it also wasn't as religious as I was expecting it to be yeah it was more just like it was like a typical we made a lot of connections to camp rock a lot of connections to camp rock a lot of connections to when I went to church camp um, we did know one song by like the first, which I was like a testament to show we grew up in the deep South Bible Belt. Was that we knew this Chris Tomlin song because we had heard it at a church camp. We were singing along. We thought it was so fun. And it was, yeah, it was pretty, it was pretty decent. So yes, if you're looking for, a, I would say it's 100% a kid safe film. So if you're looking for like, if you want your kids. They do kiss in the film though, which was scandalous. Scandalous for the Christian movie market. I was sitting down and I was like, they're not bad. 
not a bad sis film. Um, yeah, it was actually like cute. It was. A it was cute. cute. It was cute. Um. Yeah. Other than that, I don't know. I don't know like a main big movie off the top of my head right now that I can think of that I really didn't like. I'm trying to think if there are any other ones. I didn't like This Is the End. Do you remember when that movie came out? This Is the End. It has like Jonah Hill and James Franco and every celebrity in it it was bad it was about the world ending and they had to fight off the devil and they fought off the devil with the backstreet boys what it was weird it was sounds so bizarre oh so, um, i don't know oh i will say though like not even on the topic of like rom-com movies because i i feel like the categories we've talked about so far have been super like female centered although i do know like men who love rom-coms too don't get me wrong but um I also like a few of those like cult classic movies like Wayne's World that's a banger I've never watched Wayne's World I don't I think it was fun I'm gonna say this and I'm probably gonna get hate people are probably gonna send me text messages like Cassie what I don't like a lot of cult classics I don't like Grease I don't like Pretty in Pink I don't like 16 Candles and I think St. Elmo's Fire was weird I don't like it. What? I don't like it. What about Breakfast Club? Mm. Oh, who are you? I understand, I understand their importance in cinema. I understand. I'm one of those where I'm like, okay, I get, I get why it was a big deal. Like, I can see why people like this. But what? It would never make my list a top 10. Absolutely. I'm so shocked by that. Yeah, no. You should. My mom is really upset I don't like Grease. I'm like, I hate it. Really? My mom loved Grease. I watched that all the time growing up. I do not like it. Wow. Pretty and Pink. Like, those are all so good. It was just, I don't know. Molly Ringwald was in every movie in the 80s. And it's like, we can pick other people. I like um, Can't Buy Me Love. That was a classic from the, like, early 90s, late 80s that everybody passes over. Back when Patrick Dempsey had his old nose. I have no idea what that movie is. Okay, you need to watch that. Oh, miss, and- I don't like Breakfast Club. All <laughs> the and you're shocked that I don't know that movie. Because that's a classic rom com. Can't buy me love. And then girls just want to have fun, which was when Sarah Jessica Parker had her old nose. Yeah, I like Dirty Dancing. That's a movie. That's a classic that I like. That was good. My the mom. second one, no. The first one, yes. I feel like most of the time those second movies are like not good. Yeah. Well, here's another question. Let's get off my controversial topics of how I don't like Greece. What was the movie that you watched that has this like nostalgia element that you loved and you went back and rewatched it and it was bad? Oh, Cheetah Girls. (laughs) (laughs) Cheetah Girls is so bad, man. The songs still stand. I still like the songs. Yeah, but the actual movie itself is pretty terrible. The movie is bad. The Hannah Montana movie stood the test of time. It did. It did. So we also watched Cheetah Girls. Hannah Montana. Hannah Montana movie. I, the Hannah Montana movie is great. I love it. But also that was kind of, that like, that was not as early as Cheetah Girls. Cheetah Girls was. Yeah, like 2002, I think. Yeah, Cheetah Girl sucked. I I'm nervous to rewatch the Lizzie McGuire movie. Because no, that one's still good. That one's I've rewatched. That one's still good. 
how recently have you rewatched? I watched it like last year. Oh, okay, okay. Every time it came on, my mom is like, so we're watching the, the Lizzie McGuire movie? I was like, absolutely. I love that movie. Here's a story for the listeners. Cassie and I really bonded freshman year final season because, and I still have a video, it came up in my <laughs> um, of we were in the like science hall at our college and it was just us and we were studying actually for our art and context class, I'm pretty sure. No, we took that sophomore year. Oh, I don't know. Whatever. Um, and we were standing on like the lab tables. Oh, if anyone listening from a college. <laughs> no, we didn't. No, we didn't. <laughs> um, but we had, this is what dreams are made of, blaring on speakers, just like dancing our hearts out. And that's when we knew. Because I don't know if I put it on or if you put it on, but I was like, oh my God, I love this song. So good. Incredible song. I love Hilary Duff. She was an icon. Is still currently an icon. Yeah, she she had her third kid, I think. Yeah, she lives in Brooklyn. She's like all over all the time here in New York. Yeah, I know. I will agree Cheetah Girls did not stand the test of time. I'm trying to think of another movie that I've watched recently that I didn't like the second go around i haven't watched high school musical in a very long time we need, we need to watch that we need to watch high school musical that's on the list i'm trying to think of i don't know if it will i don't know because i'm pretty sure it was really cheesy oh yeah yeah camp rock it stood up it, it kind of kind of kind of it wasn't as strong as Hannah Montana, but it was nowhere near as bad but as- But also, all those movies are fun when you're, like, 20-plus years old, and you watch it with your friends who you met at, like, that later phase of life, and then you guys all just, like, jam out to all the songs while watching the movies. I think that's what the- that's what Disney Channel original movies used to be. Yeah. Like, the songs. For sure. I miss those. I watched- oh my gosh- there was a movie that I watched that was so weird, and it had that guy from Phil the Future in it. Whoa! And it was about he ma- they made like a girl. She was like a hologram. Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. She was she became like a pop star. That movie was weird. <laughs> like watching that. Oh, you know what? Other movie was crazy weird. Smart what? House. Yeah, but I watched that movie recently. That movie is like M. Night Shyamalan level good. Like it's still good. Cause you're like, whoa. Yeah. Did like I would assume a lot of those things are capable to be done now. I'm sure every single one of those things has exists. That's crazy. But it was if I would want a smart house, like fully smart. Like mm. don't get me wrong. I love the fact that I can turn all my lights on with the app on my phone, but or I used to have Alexa set up where you could be like, hey, Alexa, turn the lights on. But then she started talking to me one time at like three o'clock in the morning and I unplugged her and unprompted talking to her. <laughs> and that's cool. why, and that's that's the story Smart House was trying to tell us in 2005. You know, they're going to take over all the technology little people. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the, those, those nostalgia movies were good. I think I'm going to go back and rewatch confessions of a teenage drama queen you know what would be also a good rewatch cadet kelly i i don't think that one is gonna stand the test of time you don't think Mm -hmm. princess protection program i loved that when it came out horrible horrible movie that's also a little later though we were a little we were a little older when that came out yeah we were like starting to get into our team i want to rewatch them did you just say princess diaries 
know. But oh, yeah. I'm gonna rewatch that. I feel like that will still be good. I watched that not too long ago, maybe like a year or two ago, and I remember it. All these classic Disney movies. Classic. classic. To our parents, it would not be classic, but to us, classic Disney movies. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, what else before we wrap up the episode? I'm trying to think. Because, I mean, we tried. It was like weird. Like, we just kind of like chatted about movies we like, but whatever. Sometimes this is how episodes are going to be because we can only give so many like not scripted but idea driven episodes yeah and not we don't want every episode to be like heavy and a life lesson too you know we want it to kind of be fun and relaxing I'm trying to think I think we've because we went through nostalgia here's something okay in the same realm of movies but are there any old TV shows that you've rewatched that are still good. Not Friends, because that's just everybody's seen it. Everybody watches it 50 billion times. I love Friends yeah. uh, very much. I mean, old is a hard term. Any, movie, any shows from your childhood? Um, no. I don't really rewatch. I mean, I've like rewatched New Girl, but that's like not really from childhood. Oh, One Tree Hill still holds up. I remember I had a One Tree Hill phase. Okay, it didn't last very long, but I had a One Tree Hill phase, and it was one hundred percent centered around Chad Michael Murray and nothing else. He's incredible. <laughs> but I mean, come on. I watched like two seasons of that show and I haven't watched it since but One Tree Hill okay people love that people love that show super good I love One Tree Hill I think it still holds up um these are more from like high school though not like because I haven't really rewatched. I know a lot of people like rewatched Lizzie McGuire and stuff because it's on Disney plus but I didn't like rewatch those um but One Tree Hill a uh new girl you know what show I really uh, got into weirdly over quarantine? And there's like a million episodes of it. What? Cheers. Oh, whoa. Did you know that the original Cheers bar in Boston is closed? Really? It's opening. Yes. Oh, that's sad. We went by there. We didn't go in, but yeah, they're closing it. That's, I was a, like, good- yeah, that's a national monument. Yeah, that's a good freaking tv show there's a reason it went on for so long and it wasn't really like i didn't watch that like as a kid but like my dad would have it on or something and i watched it during quarantine and it's like really good and there's a billion episodes so one that sometimes i find myself rewatching: golden girls oh golden girls betty white america's queen america's queen <laughs> betty white is the queen of america and i think I always rewatch Psych. Like, Psych is my favorite show. Nothing will ever top it. I could watch it beginning to end every day endlessly. I haven't rewatched um, Monk, but I used to really like that. I loved Monk. Monk yeah. was good. I also loved, I always watched Law and Order SVU. I've never watched. It was too dark for me. Really? It's yeah, it was really good. good. Also, Bones. Bones was good. Did you ever watch Without a Trace? Yep. Incredible Minds. They're on their last season. I haven't watched the last season. I haven't watched any like new things. I watched all the ones that were on 
they're on like a streaming service. They're on Netflix. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they're on Netflix. I don't know if I've gone. I've re- I tried to rewatch Kim Possible. Really? Was, yeah, because it was on, and I was like, I remember I loved. I'm a huge animated TV show kind of girl. Well, that was I tried to watch Kim Possible, and I was like, it's not a bad show, but it's very much for kids. Yeah. And it's just not one of those you can sit back and rewatch. And I haven't rewatched iCarly. I don't plan on it. I didn't like iCarly when it was out. I didn't really either. I never really watched it. So, but you know what? Um, oh shoot! I just forgot what I was gonna say. Anyway, I literally completely forgot what I was gonna say. Something about shit. <laughs> <laughs> completely forgot i completely forgot something about a show anyway okay let's move on because move on. and i think i'm gonna rewatch big time rush because i want to talking about big time Rush. i've been talking about big time rush and i'm gonna do it what was that other show that was kind of like big time rush naked brothers band with um, nate wolf who's now like an actual movie star yeah i never really was into it but I don't, I had a friend in high school, like we were friends from like kindergarten all the way to graduation. And he was obsessed with the Naked Brothers band. He was like, it's actually a good show. Yeah. He was like, it's actually a good show. And I was like, you're 14. (laughs) That's interesting. No, I was never super into Naked Brothers or Big Time Rush. I just wasn't. I liked Big Time Rush. I liked Jonas. Did you ever watch Jonas Brothers, of course. Are you kidding me? I loved the Jonas Brothers growing up. I was a fan. That's one of the only the Jonas Brothers and Justin Bieber. I was like fans of those people. Mm-hmm. But that's who, like who was your brother? Who's your Jonas brother? Joe. I was a Nick girl. Of course you are. <laughs> You're like, of course. Yeah, I can see it. Yeah, I was no, a Nick. Joe, Joe 100 percent Okay. Incredible. All right. I saw them recently, like with the uh, like a year ago. I went with um or to shoot. I guess yeah. we've been inside for a year. It's crazy. <laughs> but I went um in August of 2019, so two years ago, which is crazy. Uh, it was fun. I went up to Ma- Madison Square Garden, but I went with my group of girlfriends that I met in law school so it was a cool experience because the last time I went to Jones Brothers concert I was in middle school and so it was just like fun to go with like new people um that like I knew in this part of my life and then we also were like drinking and stuff which like mm-hmm. obviously wasn't doing in middle school and it was, <laughs> it was so fun and they more than held up to like expectations so that's yeah they played old songs they played like their new stuff that came out but then they played like sos and burning up and like all those songs and it was incredible like they knew exactly what the audience would want because they're the jonas brothers yeah in love i want to go to a justin bieber concert though whenever he starts doing again i think that would be fun to go see if like he would hold up which i think he will but i never went to a justin bieber Really? I want to go see Shawn Mendes again because we saw Shawn Mendes when he was he, we saw Shawn Mendes for five dollars literally five dollars at the Mississippi State Fair yeah and he's Shawn Mendes now he was like we saw Shawn 
So he bought the tickets and stuff. He came to the Mississippi State Fair and he was not famous. Like we knew some of his songs, but he was not famous. But he I think famous. Stitches had just come out. Yeah, Stitches had, that's what I was going to say. Stitches had just come out. So it maybe like a week earlier. And he was like at that point, like after that week, too famous then for the Mississippi State Fair because it got like a little dangerous. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, it was... Like, there were grown men rushing the stage. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, Sean Mendes was a big deal at that moment. But then as soon as he left, I think he got added on to, like, Taylor Swift's... Yep. We saw him right before... 89 tour like, or something at that time? We saw him right before he went on the, the Taylor Swift tour for literally five bucks. And now his tickets to his concert are, like, $300. Yeah, but it might be worth it because that was good. It was so good. That was good. We had so much fun. And it would be like fun to go with our group of friends from college just because like. It would also just, it would be good because we all went together when Sean was just starting out. We were just starting out, you know, we were like 19. Yep. And he was like 12. (laughs) He's our age. Oh, he's younger than us. He was like 16 or something. Sure. Wow. I think he's very close in age to us. He's close, but like when we were 19 and he was 16. Yeah. That's true. So, I mean, he lives he's down here somewhere. 22. So. 22. So he's three years younger than us. So, yeah, that's right. Yeah. He lives down here. Him and Camilla live in Miami. I know. They're out and about. I've been seeing all the things, though. They definitely look like um, a little rough. look that's what florida does to you um extended stays in florida he cut his hair it's not as bad as it used to be but yeah all right um let's wrap up this episode any like things you would like to leave the listeners with um after three comes out in September (laughs) I don't know what it's supposed to be watching it and we will be watching it Oh, and after we collided, Dylan Sprouse is in it, and he, I haven't seen him since Zach and Cody, so. He was good. He helped save, he helped salvage that film. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just, you know, I'm sure, just like we do, whenever you're feeling a little down, watch you a little happy movie. A little watch a movie. Mom. Yeah. And Netflix, too. It's okay to do that. Yeah, Netflix just got a bunch of new movies added on, so that's what I've been going through. And I would say you do the same. These are classics. Well, everyone stay tuned for next Wednesday. It'll be um, a bit more of like a structured, like serious episode. So hopefully everybody will enjoy that. And hopefully like last week's episode where we had our first guest, which was my little brother. If you haven't listened to that, I thought it was pretty funny and cute. Um, And yeah, enjoy this random episode. (laughs) All right. See you next Wednesday.